Today is Thursday, October the 6th, and welcome to the Daily Pause. All during this week, we're exploring scripture verses about how prayer is vital to joining Jesus in his mission in the world. Our pause experience begins with a time of prayer, just to settle our souls and open our hearts to God's presence. Then we get to hear a scripture reading and some devotional remarks to help us get an understanding of the verses. During a second reading of the text, we're ready to ask a slightly more personalized question. Jesus, what are you saying to me today through these words? I like to notice what words and phrases my attention is drawn through, what mental images are capturing my imagination. All this is simply a practice that allows space and time for us to hear what God might be saying today. It's good to remember to be very gracious with ourselves. This is not a performance for God, more of a practice of giving God our attention. To become better friends with Him. Enjoy this time. So glad you're here. As I enter prayer now, I pause to be still, to breathe slowly, and to recenter my scattered senses upon the presence of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, lead me through this time of prayer. Father, I carry with me into this time of prayer worries, doubts, fears, and anxieties. Yet in the midst of all of this, and through the work of Jesus' blood applied to me, you have said to me, you are my beloved child. So I take time to be still and to know that you are my God, my Father, who loves me. I also take time to name the tangles of my heart and to release them to you. Jesus, I give everyone and everything to you. Father in heaven, reveal who you are. Set the world right. Come and set up your kingdom, just like in heaven. Here in and through my life. I linger to listen as you speak in your word. So I prophesied as I was commanded, and as I prophesied, there was a loud noise, and behold, 
a rattling, and the bones came together, bone to its bone. And I looked, and behold, tendons were on them, and flesh grew, and skin covered them, but there was no breath in them. Then he said to me, Prophesy to the breath, prophesy, son of man, and say to the breath, The Lord God says this, Come from the four winds, breathe, and breathe on these slain, so that they may come to life. So I prophesied as he commanded me, and the breath entered them, and they came to life and stood on their own feet, an exceedingly great army. Then he said to me, Son of man, these bones are the entire house of Israel. Behold, they say, our bones are dried up and our hope has perished. We are completely cut off. Therefore, prophesy and say to them, This is what the Lord God says. Behold, I am going to open your graves and cause you to come up out of your graves, my people. And I will bring you into the land of Israel. Then you will know that I am the Lord. When I have opened your graves and caused you to come up out of your graves, my people, and I will put my spirit within you, and you will come to life, and I will place on you, on your own land, then you will know that I, the Lord, have spoken and done it, declares the Lord. Ezekiel chapter 37. I think it's pretty clear that our passage this morning is all about God's promised restoration of Israel, or in our case, the church. And it teaches us principles for how God works in restoration and how we as God's servants should think and act relevant to the work of God. And if we put ourselves in the role of Ezekiel, which I think we can do that in this passage, there's some things that I think we can observe. Number one, that we must recognize the bones around us are dead and dry, that people in our, in our everyday lives are dead to sin. And we too, at some point, were as well. And that we have a responsibility to not only walk among the dead, but proclaim God's gospel among the dead. And that's what we get to do every day where we live, work, and play. We are the embodiment of the gospel. And we also must have a foolish confidence in the authority and power of God's word. We must understand that is the Holy Spirit that is at work throughout the process and that his work is essential. And we must pray for the spirit to move and we must speak in the power of faith. And then notice the evidence 
of the Spirit of God working and look for God's people to be revived into an army of service. So this day, that is my prayer, that you would recognize that as morbid as it may sound, we are constantly walking in a valley of dead and dry bones. And God wants to use us, just like he did Ezekiel, to proclaim the gospel to the dead and dry bones. And that life would come. That the Holy Spirit would bring the Ruach, the breath of God, where there was no life. And that people would be restored. That the church would be restored. So my prayer is that the Holy Spirit would go before you this day and give you a boldness to be the gospel where you live, where you work, and where you play. And that you would boldly pray for and seek and speak to the power of the Spirit moving every day in your life. So I prophesied as I was commanded. And as I prophesied, there was a loud noise, and behold, a rattling, and the bones came together, bone to its bone. And I looked, and behold, tendons were on them, and flesh grew, and skin covered them, but there was no breath in them. Then he said to me, Prophesy to the breath. Prophesy, son of man, and say to the breath, The Lord God says this, Come from the four winds, breathe, and breathe on these slain, so that they may come to life. So I prophesied as he commanded me, and the breath entered them, and they came to life and stood on their own feet, an exceedingly great army. Then he said to me, Son of man, these bones are the entire house of Israel. Behold, they say, our bones are dried up, and our hope has perished. We are completely cut off. Therefore, prophesy and say to them, This is what the Lord God says. Behold, I am going to open your graves and cause you to come up out of your graves, my people. And I will bring you into the land of Israel. Then you will know that I am the Lord. When I have opened your graves and caused you to come up out of your graves, my people, and I will put my spirit within you and you will come to life. And I will place on you, on your own land. Then you will know that I the Lord have spoken and done it, declares the Lord. Ezekiel 
chapter 37. In this closing time of prayer, we leave space to listen, making ourselves available through quietness to the Holy Spirit's whisper flowing from the readings just heard. So Jesus, what are you saying through these words to me today? Why this word this day? Let's listen. Come, Holy Spirit, help me listen. Help me hear. Father, thank you for your deep love for me and the world of people around me every day. Thank you for calling me to play a vital role in your kingdom coming in their lives. As I turn my heart outward, help me pray now for them. Take a moment to mention out loud the names of people who come to mind who are you know are living distant from God, but are in close proximity to you. That God might be calling you to bless by beginning with prayer for them. You can mention their names now. For these people you love and I care about, I pray that your name would become holy in their lives. Hallowed be your name and that your kingdom reign would come over them, thy kingdom come, that they would come to surrender to you by faith and receive all the blessings of life in your kingdom. Jesus, I love you. I love you, Lord. I love you. Fill me with your spirit so I might be your instrument in my world today, overflowing with life, to benefit those around me. Amen.